Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hey there, welcome to another episode on Grieving Moms Podcast. This is episode number 108, Allowing Others to Have Their Own Experience, and I'm your host, Megan Hillica. Today, I want to talk about how we can kind of accept our own grief and also accept other people's grief and their grief experience. But before we dive into that, I want to thank you for spending time on this podcast, listening to this podcast, sharing this podcast, and I really, really appreciate it. And if you like this podcast, subscribe to it and always get it every week in your podcast app. And if you could go leave a review, that would be amazing. It helps um, this podcast get out to more people who are looking for this kind of content, looking for this kind of help. Um, Leaving a review is the way that other people can find this podcast. So if you can do that and you like this podcast and it's been helpful for you, that would be amazing. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So let's dive into today's topic. Um, One of the biggest things that I see in the moms that I work with is that others are grieving differently than them or that others don't understand what it's like to lose your child and to be grieving your child. Or even say with your husband that you both say you both lost a child, your child, but that you're on different pages. And often you're both judging each other's grief journey. Like they're saying, maybe you need to, you know, move on. What happened, happened. But, and you're like, I'm a mom and I carried them, you know, through pregnancy and, Or, you know, depending on when your baby died, maybe they died in pregnancy, but you're the one who's connected to them. You carried them. And so um, there's just so much judgment all around. So I just want to offer another perspective or a way to think about it. Just like everything, every single thing I offer, every single episode, take what works for you and leave what doesn't. So if something doesn't resonate with you um, and it doesn't seem to be supporting you, just let it go. Like there's no like absolutes or right or wrong. This is just a lot of my experience and perspective and offering um, from my own grief journey and also from working with moms. So I just want to, you know, preface with that, but it is really painful when someone comes and judges the way you're grieving, right? Like they come up to you and they tell you that you need to get over it or that you need to move on or Like what happened happened and you can't change it. So why are you wallowing in it? And that's so painful and it definitely isn't helpful, right? But then we do this to others around us. So let's take, for example, with your husband, like, do you judge him and think maybe he should be grieving a little more? Maybe he should cry more often or talk about your child more often. 
he is grieving in his own way, whether you judge him to be grieving correctly or not. Um, I have to share this story because I have done this plenty with my husband and with our own grief journeys. And it was so, so hard for us in our relationship until I could fully embrace that he is grieving in his own way and I don't have to try to change how he is grieving and that it's okay that we're grieving completely differently. So we had gone to the cemetery on a holiday um, to go visit Arya's grave. And when we got back in the car, I had been openly crying, sad, uh, sad that Arya was not there. And when we got in the car, I asked my husband why he wasn't sad. And I was pretty angry at him. I was kind of like, why are you not showing your emotions? I kind of thought he should be sad and I was angry that he wasn't. And he got quite offended at me. He's like, um, excuse me, <laughs> just because I am not crying, do you think that I'm not sad? Um, that I'm not affected at all by this? Like he, he was like, that means nothing that just because you can't see my emotion or my sadness, you have no idea how deeply it affects me. And it was very eye-opening to me that we all express or don't express our grief differently. And truly the only person who can do your grief journey is you. And so let's take another example. Let's say your friend who is grieving your child, but in a different way, um, like, she is sad that your child died. She misses them. And sometimes we are like, well, you don't really have a right to grieve because um, that's my child and it's not as deep as my pain. And the thing is that I have another podcast episode all about judging um, grief, grief judgment and stuff like that. So if you want to listen to that, that's a really, really helpful episode. But I just think when we start judging, then we start comparing each other's grief experience and we don't let each other just be in our own experience. So can we allow everyone to have their own experience of loss and pain without judging or comparing? When I stepped into fully allowing myself to grieve, like fully, <laughs> fully allowing that my pain is valid and real, and I don't need to justify to anyone else. I don't need to convince anyone else of it. I could just be in it and let myself truly be in it. Then I realized I also didn't need to judge others by their experience of pain or compare it to mine. I also realized that I don't need to let what others think about me affect how I'm grieving. So other people will say what they want. Because they have their own experience in their lives, right? They haven't experienced child loss or baby loss. And you cannot even come close to understanding what it's like to lose a child until you are walking the journey yourself. Um, and even say it is another person who has lost a child or a baby and they might be experiencing it differently than you. And so people will say what they want. And there's not, that's one of the hardest things. It's like, we don't have control over what people said. If we had control, like I would be all for that because I would love to be able to control what everyone says, but we can't. And so the thing is just like being like letting people, not necessarily always letting them, but just like 
knowing that you don't have control over what people say and you have control over how you respond and that there is no right or wrong way to grieve in the way that someone can come up to you and tell you that you're doing it wrong. The way you're doing it right now is the way you're supposed to be doing it right now. If it needs to change, you will know you can step into that yourself. And we also, like none of us can go up to someone else and tell them that they're doing it wrong. It has to come from within you and only you can control how you walk with your grief. You can ask yourself, am I grieving in a way that supports me to where I want to go? Am I taking steps that help me learn to live with grief? Or am I walking down a path that is going to make my life much harder? What do I want to do? How do I want to live my life going forward? How do I want to navigate this grief that I now have to walk with the rest of my life? And the thing is that we can't ask these questions for others because they are the questions that each person has to ask themselves if they want to. That's the whole key thing is each person has to do it for themselves if they want to. We can't force it on anybody. We can't change anybody. And only you can allow yourself to grieve. And here's the beautiful thing. As soon as you give yourself permission to grieve in the way that's best for you, you no longer need to try to convince others that they are doing it wrong. And you also can step into that, like, I don't know if I want to say confidence, because it can be really hard to get there when you're, when you're grieving and you feel so fragile and you're like, I don't even know if I'm doing this right. But like, do you know you're doing everything you can to do your grief in your way that's, you know, best for you. And then you don't need to take offense at what other people say about how you should or shouldn't be grieving because it doesn't matter to you because you are so okay with how you're doing it yourself because you know that you're never going to stop grieving because you know that it's okay to talk about your child and remember them and be sad because all of the emotions of grief are normal like and valid and real. And so it's really just like letting people say what they want because you know what's true for you. And then like you also don't need to judge your husband and how he's walking with his grief because you're taking care of your own and you can reach for being a support for each other in the way that the other needs instead of trying to get the other to grieve in the same way that you are. So this is completely complicated. I know it. And I'm not saying I'm perfect or that you even need to be perfect. But that's the whole point that we all grieve in our own ways. And as soon as you allow yourself to truly do it in your own way without judgment, you can stop judging others. And isn't that what we all want to be able to grieve without others judging you? So stop judging yourself and you'll stop judging others. And I want to just make a side comment. Actually, judgment is a part of our human experience. We all judge. We're always constantly judging and noticing and like, it's okay. It's okay if somebody thinks that you're wallowing. It's okay if somebody thinks that you need to get over it and move on because it's not their life. This is your life. They don't know. They don't know what's best for you. You know. But it's also just amazing how much more compassionate you can be with others when you give yourself some compassion. And before I dive into reading some lines from a tapping session I do, I just want to share some lines from that. Um, I want to say from a recent coaching call that this might be very hard to do, this whole, um, you know, like letting go of what people 
judging your grief, like when you are feeling very broken and vulnerable, when you're feeling like you don't even know what's what and you're kind of wondering, am I doing the right thing? Am I grieving correctly? You're trying to do everything you can and trying to hold your world together. Um, it's not very easy to let others' judgment of your gr- grief go. Like it, it almost feels like you take it on and you're like, oh, is that true? Am I doing it wrong? Um, and it can create a huge weight on top of what you're already feeling, like you're drowning. And so I want to encourage you that when you need to and when you don't have the capacity to let um, the things go, like letting what people say, like if you can't step into that and you're like, I, I don't even have the energy to try work through that or try to process, excuse me, try to process like the thoughts that come with it. When you don't have the energy for that, sometimes the only thing you can do is to protect your energy. And that can be something like stepping back from relationships where there is constant judgment or that feeling of judgment or um, not going into situations where that keeps happening. And it doesn't have to be forever. This is not something that is like, okay, this is a forever thing. But remember, grief is hard work and it's exhausting. And if you feel like you don't have the capacity right now to face that, to face those kind of conversations, then sometimes it's okay for a time to minimize that in your life. That goes for like anything, other things in your life um, with grief. So like cutting out what you don't have the capacity for right now. This does not mean you're weak or a bad person. But when you cut out the other things and make space and time for your grief, you'll have more space later. So that was just a little side note. I wanted to read um, a few like from my tapping session. So in my tapping sessions, we do um, a lot of talking about like the quote unquote negative things like the emotion, the pain of it. And then we do positive affirmations at the end. And I just want to read um, a few lines from this tapping session that I just kind of felt like connected with this, allowing others to have their own experience. So I'll, I'll just get reading them. Okay. I know what I need and want. And it always shows up to support me. When I have conversations with others who don't understand, I allow them to have their own experience. I am compassionate with others and compassionate with myself. There is enough empathy, love, and compassion for everyone if I believe there is. I am in control of my own grief experience. I am allowing my grief experience to be my own. So these are part of the positive truths that we tap in at the end of the session, like I said, and these are amazing thoughts to hold on to and begin to tap into your nervous system and being. So just ask yourself, how can you be more compassionate with yourself today? How can you be more compassionate with others and with yourself? And if you want to begin diving into the deep work of holding space for your grief and having more compassion for yourself on your grief journey, I have a mini program. It's called Stop Talking, Start Feeling, and it is full of compassion and love. Your grief, your pain, your sadness, and exactly where you're at, it's all welcome here. You do not need to hide or be happier because you don't want to be a downer for everyone. It truly is 
like a really small step into the work I do. And so like, if you've been listening to this podcast and you've kind of been curious, like, would grief coaching help me? Would this be something, you know, that would be helpful for me? Um, this mini program is absolutely something you should join to help you see, like, is this something that can help me? Is this something that would work for me? You can join at stoptalkingstartfeeling.com. And I just want to like ask you to reach out on the Facebook group. What are your takeaways from this episode? I always, always, always love to hear from you. So that's all I got for today. See you next week. If you have found support, encouragement, and changes on your grief journey from this podcast, I want to invite you to come check out Stop Talking, Start Feeling. It's my mini workshop that takes what I talk about on this podcast and really brings it to a tangible, practical level. It dives into emotions and thoughts and how you can begin to process and move through them. There are also sections on releasing and processing sadness and guilt, which so often come up after your child dies. Join me over at www.stoptalkingstartfeeling.com. That's stoptalkingstartfeeling.com.